0: And go. I would say back and better than ever, but we were not no good in the fucking first place.
1: And it has been a long time.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, you got COVID. We got COVID. I did not get. We got COVID. travel bot. I didn't say you got COVID. Oh. I mean, in general, there is the COVID. I was getting ready to say. So, well, let's go ahead and I wasn't going to introduce you yet. Let me no, get you to the sponsors. Let me get, get to the sponsors, and then we'll. Yeah. So we still got our same sponsors. We got we got some that's going to be we're going to be re pretty soon. We got where we are right now. 360 Studios, Get Dirty, 360, Brandon Guffey over here at 360 Supply, Bitter Mother Trucker, EA Sportsfields out of Clover, Tattooed Brews out of Rock Hill, Hospitality, Heating and Air, Comber Distributing out of Rock Hill, Spikes, Pork Skins and Peanuts. Josh, we got another sponsor coming on?
1: Controlled Sites.
0: Controlled Sites.
1: Thank you, David Widget.
0: Thank you for the for the sponsorship man. and the, the moolah. Mm-hmm. I've heard worse from better. Podcast with BNT, uh, a subsidiary of Too Tall Media Group. Also, uh, hopefully, the girls will get on pretty soon. Same trailer, different part with Tabitha and Kimberly. They were supposed to record this week, but they females get too emotional, and I guess something happened in their day, and they well, just canceled. Apparently, their
1: lives are shit shows. Well,
0: I mean, whose ain't? Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Guest for today, he's a local legend. And this is getting ready to be or is this, this like, is you know, getting ready to, if you ask him it's if confirmed. you ask him he will tell you right uh, yes. this this could probably get pretty funny pretty interesting and I'm talking about on the word go Tony Breeden Tony Breeden's a local police officer never heard of him <laughs> yeah some of you have heard him as bars uh, we might get into that story too later um, I've actually spoken about you on the podcast before uh, a few times actually. a few times yeah you know my old lady don't you <laughs> Yeah, so so let me go ahead and preface this with a uh, uh, full full transparency. Tony Breeden is my brother in law. He is married to my twin sister Brooke, but I will not ever hold it against him. And
2: I thought we were better than that. I knew you before her, and I thought we were better than that.
0: Funny story, yeah. I, I, he knew me, you know, before he he met her. But the the funny story, which I talked about before, and I did bring this up, was the very very interesting conversation we had when you said Amen. I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that, yeah that's right. Whoa, 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 whoa! Right. whoa. What's happening? What's right. happening? Tony, how are you doing, man? Man, I'm good. How are y'all? Good. Thank y'all for having me. We're good. Kind of, kind of nervous. A little, uh, uh, ready to see where, where we're gonna go. We got yeah, tons of, everywhere. We got tons of topics. You, I right. said it's, it's fair, game You can right. say what you want to say. I'm not gonna hold you back. All right. Uh,
1: how many topics do we have wrote down?
0: Dude, there's none written down. because oh, okay. he's got them all in his head. <laughs> so it's, it's dependent upon where we want to go first. Hmm. So. I'll start off with where I want to go first. Okay. okay. Of course you do. We're going to defund the police. What's going on? We're know. not, but that's. Right. I want to talk right. about that topic because right. that's a big topic, and I think that some people don't understand the whole full spectrum of what that entails. Right. Well, so, I and think, you being a police officer, let's see where where that affects you. Right.
2: Well, I. You know, obviously there's. When you look at some of the larger cities that this has been mentioned in, it's obviously not been mentioned here and some other places. Right. We're we're pretty fortunate in Rock Hill where we still have pretty strong strong support from our community. But we've also been a very accountable agency over the years, which I think has helped with that. But, okay. you know, when you look at it, there's really not a a complete defunding when you when you like if you look for example in New York and Los Angeles for example I think Los Angeles just said they were having a committee that was going to vote on 580 million from the police department but when you look at when you look at some of these larger cities the defunding it's it's not that they're they know that they can't completely get rid of the police department but what they're attacking are some of these specialized units that really make law enforcement successful especially in some of these large cities uh one of the ones in new york that was targeted was you know they they completely did away with their anti-crime unit which was plain clothes officers and you look at what took place immediately just after they shut that down and then they also were part of the things that was earmarked to be removed was their sex trafficking unit and part of that So, you know, and if you look at Los Angeles, the same thing. It's some of these specialized uh, aggressive anti-crime units and some of those and money and training and things like that. When it if you really want to talk about improving where we are, taking money from training is the antithesis about what you should be doing with it. You know what I'm saying? Well, because that's
0: the that's one of the biggest things that you come up after the the Floyd thing was people were saying that officers weren't trained well enough to handle a situation like de-escalating you know that that situation that happened yes that exactly escalated right. correctly All right, so josh you do not have to raise your hand this is not school
1: <laughs> no i i I want to I feel like he's superior um you <laughs> you don't have to raise oh, your oh, hand. Yeah, I, you know I, what i'm so, saying so this whole <laughs> if you bow is just you know you don't have to I,
0: raise your
2: hand I, I, i've already bowed to you twice i'm okay, not doing it right. again two is two sufficient
1: um i read that after they did all this bullshit in new york
2: right that
1: crime spiked, what 51% right
2: why well and you also have to realize especially in a city like new york okay now you take that city there when you're going to commit a robbery or you're going to carry a gun or you're going to take somebody's purse and you know if you're going to do that it's very easy to look two blocks down the street and see a marked car or uniform but it's a whole lot harder to do that when you never know whether there's Three cops standing beside you in plain clothes. That was the major success of their anti-crime unit in plain clothes, because you just never knew. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you also have to look at it that everything is part of. You know, you can go back to New York prior, um, Rudy Giuliani, and you you know twenty over two thousand murders, and he instituted stop and frisk and and certain very proper but aggressive law enforcement techniques and you're talking a city the size of New York with less than 200 murders. You know if if you factor in and think about the number of people on top of each other and see that reduction in crime with focusing on good law enforcement and then you see what De Blasio's done when you're when mm, you're the exact opposite and it's you yeah. know and it's not really just about it's not about a democrat or a republican at this point it is about you trying to force an agenda because he doesn't have to worry about it he's got a complete detail around him his girlfriend everything else so it's you know the people that want to do these things live in these gated communities with security with armed guards so it's very easy to sit back and do this but you know it the numbers in new york that the crime crime's way higher than 50 percent as far as there's like a 220 percent or higher increase in violent crime and in new york
1: gun violence homicides, everything robbery
2: everything yeah. so it's not you know you can't just and see a lot of people look at it like you know you, you think about chicago the shootings new york you know you look at that what people discount is if you think about how far medicines come and 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 these trauma centers you know we're saving more people than we ever did in some of these shootings so you look at the numbers of these you can't just look at deaths when it comes to violent crime as where it is because you have to look at your numbers of just what violent crime is you know you take chicago with the shootings you know you may see 80 people shot and four murdered well 10 or 15 years ago that would have been 78 killed and just four that were just shot you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it, you you just if you just focus on just the deaths you're not really paying attention to how violent the crime is because right. we're saving more people than we used to 10 or 15 years ago so it the, you know the numbers are far more astronomical than just 50% or 40% and those are you know and, and because you you're looking at it like and those are just reported you know so you really don't even know really how high the numbers are in certain areas where they're not being truthful with the
0: statistics about it so So let me let me go back to this because i I try to be the one that's like i want to try to so if you come in here with you know you're a police officer right so you're coming from a police officer's you know point of view but i also want to speak on this so you you mentioned a minute ago about the stop and frisk so giuliani that was like his bread and butter he's gonna that's gonna follow him that's right forever were there truths to the numbers or the facts saying that with the stop and frisk that they predominantly went why, where would where would the where would the numbers be as far as there were more like profiling as far as right. who they were going to stop and frisk right. now, were there were there shortcomings in that as far as like predominantly the the black community were more or well no I, some of that I can't some of that I can't
2: speak on because of New York, right? And not right, 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 knowing, right. you know what I'm saying. And and some of the things that I can talk about law enforcement as far as experience, will be will be relegated local and what we've done and what we've agreed. Seen. You know what I'm saying? No, so, I agree. 100%. Now, I guess I'm just looking at well, it. That,
0: that's the when you say stop and frisk. You know, right. The there's other there's side a bad connotation. To is it going too. to come in that's right. and say, look, that stop and frisk kind of you know. But we escalated. we can talk about profiling. Like let's just say profiling. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do so,
2: that. Because now. I've got a little over 25 and a half here, 28 total law enforcement. So, I've seen law enforcement change immensely over the years, okay? And even going back to when I first started, profile is, you know, is not a color-based thing. Are there things that you look for based on where you are as far as crime or what indicate indicates possible criminal behavior but even as far back to when i first started you you never looked at it like hey, you got a profile based on color you know what i'm saying because it's just it's because one it, if you look at it it's not some of that is if you look at what side of town you're on you, you know what i'm saying some of the you couldn't do it that way you know what i'm saying and plus it's also if you are i see this job as a profession it's not a job to me you know what i'm saying so i profiling is never something that that is taught it's never something that is tolerated and i'm talking about profiling to where you know we're you know i'll give an example years ago maryland troopers were working the interstates and they were sitting basically sideways and as car would go by they'd flash their lights as the car went by and stop based on that that's profiling. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then they were changing the the uh, race on warning tickets and things like that. And of course, they went to prison as well. They should have. You know what I'm right. saying? Because they're stopping people for one particular reason and then lying about who they stopped. So that's pure t profiling. You know what I'm saying? But I, as far as like us Rock Hill, what I've seen, what I've been taught, what I it, it's just not it's not a practice. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can't now. New York City, do they use, I don't know what factors they were using for stop and frisk as far as, it, it wouldn't be fair for me to try and articulate the positives and negatives of it because I don't I don't, I don't, don't work in a city like New York. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but you also got to realize back then, were there some officers that were obviously doing it on that? Yeah, if anybody says no, I think you'd be lying. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that, you know, part of the reason we're where we are right now is, is because of certain officers that are not doing things the way they're supposed to. Right. You know, I mean, that's and that's that's undeniable. I, I so, lay, Go ahead, Josh.
1: So, so let's. I guess my question is something I do keep hearing. What is your opinion? Do you feel that you, as a police officer, have enough training constantly? You, you see, you see what I'm asking. Like, do you feel like you are? Is your your you and all your fellow officers are y'all right. trained? Yeah. I— Enough. Yeah. I, because that I mean, is an argument that Brad brought right. up. Was, and I,
2: you know, I think that, I also think that you have to look at what, what training that you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what, well, you know, like, I mean, that's a good question. And, you know, like for me, you know, I, I'll tell you, and, and here's just, and it gives you a little bit of background about me and why I'm a little bit different and why I might have a different relationship. All right. I grew up on the South side of Charlotte, Nations Ford, So... You know, I grew up where it was incredibly diverse. Where I grew up, you know what I'm saying. So, I, you know, for me,
1: your perspective different. I mean,
2: I understand what it's like to live in an incredibly you know poor area. Personal experience. That's right. right. So, you know, for me, it's a little different for how I talk to people and communicate because I grew up in in similar circumstances to just like some places in Rock Hill. You know what I'm saying. So, and I also grew up where, you know, for me. Almost about half of my friends were black and white. So I, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, my communication is different because of just a commonality I have with people. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, but going back to the training, Rock Hill is pretty fortunate that we have a pretty good bit of training. You know, and I think that.
1: Well, let's talk the the tactical end of it, the de-escalation end of it. Right, it, it, you know what? What levels of training? I think people want to know because a, well, a, a lot of people are in the dark about what you actually do in a especially day, especially
0: with law enforcement. Because just even in, yeah. let's say, transportation, which Josh and I do, when I was in management at the previous job in transportation, it's just transportation and we still got to go through conflict resolution. That's classes. Right. right, okay. So that's just in civilian, right? World. So, do, does every from from first year. Police officers straight out of the academy to management, or I say management because I'm talking about the private sector. Right. But uh, sergeants, lieutenants, right, all the way up to the captain yeah. or it, the chief, right? Does it just does everybody get the training as far as you know? Yeah. Not like just two weeks out in the field. No, there's a there, there's you
2: know. a there's a large part of the academy that is on de-escalation. It is on less lethal. It is on not letting things escalate to where it becomes a use of force a lot at the academy and then we have basically um annual training that we do you know what Continue i'm saying Every, that everybody does question. annual training okay. yeah. whether you it's your legal certifications your firearms driving there's a lot of that but inside that week we do incorporate that de-escalate de-escalation training and we do work on that communications you know what i'm saying but you know it's just like there's there's this job is no different than your job. There's some people that that y'all work with that you see coming there every day that treat it like a paycheck. Their trucks aren't as nice as others. They don't do what they're supposed to. They you know what I'm saying? I mean, somebody's always having to carry their load. Oh Lord. And you know I'm what I'm saying? Brad's
0: one of them just, oh, Right. Sorry. I carry your loads on. Right. <laughs> sorry. 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 <laughs>
2: but you know, and and I think that, you know, our profession's no different. The great majority of us really see it as more than it, it is a profession it's something that you know i take a lot of pride in especially rock hill where i've spent half of my adult life working you know what i'm saying and, and you know either playing sports myself coaching my son in sports seeing his friends play sports so there's a lot of that 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 you know how this police department is viewed by the community is important to me you know what i'm saying so that is one of the most important things to us is that we do get our people And we talk about it daily in roll call. You know, we take national incidents and we correlate it to our guys in roll call every day. We talk about, okay, we had this, you know, if you're in this situation, here's how we can handle it. And we talk about that on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? And and so and one of the big things is is body cams help with us too. You know.
1: That made y'all accountable?
2: No, we were always account. We were Rock Hill's always been one of the more accountable agencies. That I've ever seen, and in a good way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, complaints citizen complaints are taken very serious they have to be looked into you know if we start to see a situation where an officer is not doing what he's supposed to you know some of it may be counseling some of it may be we get him some training we've sent people to customer service we send people that have problems with it to specific de-escalation and customer service training but then we also have been to where we said
0: this guy can't do it anymore well, and we've so gotten rid got so guys. that's my next question we're talking about jobs right so so in our job it's i don't think it happens as much as I would like it to where we work but if if you see that somebody's not cutting it i mean they got to go right so let's let's roll it into law enforcement let's let's roll it into education and teachers some teachers are there for a paycheck okay those are the ones that and this will piss people off but you're talking about the ones that have been getting a paycheck this whole time. Okay. But, hold on, hold on. We're right, going there. Pay. We're my going bad. there. My bad.
1: No, you, I, I like you say my I bad. I like
0: where you I like where you're going, Absolutely. Okay. Right. So so here's here's my point of view. I'm biased because I come from a true educator as a father. Not a teacher. He was a teacher. Right. He was a basketball coach. He was a principal. He was a true educator. If if somebody was to say, look, this is like, Education is an important job. Do I think that they're underpaid? Absolutely. Right. But the reason with the whole pay scale as far as like why do certain jobs get paid more? Because there's more of a risk involved, right? Duke power linemen, truck drivers, doctors and nurses, they get paid really well because the the risk level is very, very high. So you should be paid based on the risk level. So law enforcement, education. We depend on teachers to to build the future. So if we're dependent on teachers, then we should have teachers that are true educators, not just there in the morning. Right. Or to get the summer off. Or to get or just there to get the summer off so they can have that part time job back in the day it was Belk. Everybody wanted to go work at right. Belk. But if you asked my dad if he was still around and he was still educating, every one of his teachers would line up first day when they open up school, no matter the risk, because they're there, because they know how important they are to those kids. Those kids, Some of those kids look at those teachers as mother and father figures. So, yeah, same thing with law enforcement. The only difference I would say between that and law enforcement is y'all have the decision that is one decision could be life or death. You know what I mean? So I think it's more important when you do find that employee that just within an an inkling of a notion that they're not going to cut it, Screw the extra training. Get them gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's very, to me, that's very important. This Y'all, is yeah. not just like, you know.
2: Yeah, and you know, and I'll, I'll tell you, I go back and, you know, and, and there's always this misconception about law enforcement that, that it's this thin blue line where we protect each other no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And right. it, it literally, the thin blue line to most of us means that we're going to be there no matter what. You know, if something happens to you, I'm going to take care of your family for you. And, you know, if you're sick, we're going to take care of you. And that thin blue line that I'm coming to take care of you and protect you no matter what. But the thin blue line is not about protecting bad apples internally. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that right. goes all the way back to when I first started well, law enforcement. A,
1: but what about perception? Because that, that's, that's that's become a huge thing of you may be a good good person. Right. Your buddy may be a bad person. You're gonna protect your buddy because y'all work together. Y'all have this code, and and, and that's that's the perception right now. That's
2: right, and but you know you also have to realize that some of that perception is a false perception because of an over sensationalizing by the media about only movies.
1: Talk, uh,
2: well, movie, but you also got to realize if you know if and in, in, this is not. And and Brad, you've known me a very long time, and race doesn't race doesn't. Hey
1: hey, we don't call names, (laughs) Race
2: doesn't. I don't. Race doesn't determine anything that I do. True. No, it doesn't. But you know, if if you if you just pay attention to media, if if every story you see, it is race is mentioned heavily in only certain issues. Then that's going to it's going to resonate, and it's going to cause the perception of 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 what you were talking about that there is this, and it could not be any further from the truth.
1: So, so let's. This is what I read. I read an article about this George Floyd. I'll, I'll bring it up. Right. So, and, and and tell me what what else you know about it. So, supposedly in this situation, there was a officer there that was pretty new. Right. He didn't feel like perception being he didn't feel like he could step up right and say something because that was his senior right that's going back to this perception yeah. thing. that's that's a, that could be a problem
2: right when right. i when i first saw the 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 floyd situation right. choping on now to me if, if you were able to watch all of those guys body cams i believe he's one of those cops that sees everybody he deals with as a scumbag, a convict, a criminal. You know what I'm saying? So if you watched his videos, I believe he'd have treated white people like that. I believe he'd have treated Hispanic people because he's just... Well, he's had 18, 19 complaints, and and it's one of those things where I can guarantee you, truth be known, they've been probably trying to get rid of him forever. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the uh, police department. Right. But... You know, like I said, it, and to me, like right now, you're seeing the autopsy come out and people are focused on this second video. It doesn't matter because it's like you said, perception, because it doesn't matter that he didn't, it, whether he died or not from his knee on him. You, you know, when I first saw it, I said, I am oh, not that can never happen to me. I'll never do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, but like I also, I look at it and I said, that, that's a product of treating people that are beneath him. It's got nothing to do with color. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I said, I can guarantee you that if you had a, a access to all his body cams, if he stopped one of y'all, he's going to talk to you and treat you the same way. Because there, there are certain police officers, and I've seen it, that even though they might have not have excessive force, but they don't know how to treat people. You know right. what I'm saying? And they don't see people. One of the things that helped me more than anything else is I worked in jail for two and a half years first.
1: Now, is that not a requirement?
2: No, it's not. It's not. It's not. And I, to me, you know, and I, I can't get into policies and what be a requirement i'm a patrol lieutenant right. you know what i'm saying i mean i just work the streets it's all that i've not ever wanted to be a bad thing though no well I, to me i think it i will tell you that I, a large
1: was? i don't know a
2: large part of the police officer that i am is because of working in the jail right because i worked in met county and and i remember it you know i'd be sitting there at night two three in the morning doing a bible study reading whatever and inmates would gravitate to come because one of the things is they wanted to talk to somebody besides just their fellow
1: inmates because they didn't know you were an asshole
2: no, they didn't. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I mean,
1: I, now obviously... Now, when
0: William, I say asshole, it is a... It is a let me let, let me let everybody know. This endearment. is a term of endearment. Absolutely. Because you, this, is, this is no different than I call right. Josh an idiot. Which you, he actually is an idiot. Right. Oh, but I'm God. still going to call him. But I'll him.
2: also tell you, looking at me, I don't... Like when you see me, you don't think. I bet that guy would love for me to come talk to him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, no, right? I that's felt a... like
1: that, Tony. You right. You,
2: don't like. Tony. Right?
1: I don't know what saying. I know Tony. I don't like going to. Right?
2: About. I mean, I'm I'm approachable, but I'm not. No, you're not. I don't. You're not.
0: Stop. I don't. Lying. All right.
1: I'm you're a very big fella. Okay? I am
0: somewhat approachable. You're a very big fella. Right? When I walk up on you, you smell and look like marine. Right. Well, and it's. Well, I feel like I want to hug you every right. time I right. see you. Well, see no. now. Not at all. Uh, now, I will tell
2: you, we'll get back to the Marine thing in a minute, but going back to the original. So I was sitting, and you would be sitting there, and these guys would come sit hour, two hours at a time, talking. And when they would walk off, I would say, I'd grab their card, because every inmate has a card, their charges, their sentence, everything. And sometimes they would walk off, and I would be astonished at their charges, sentence, some of them federal, life. But well, what it told me then is, these are somebody's dad, brother, uncle son and and so to me when i became a police officer i was able to understand the phrase especially now i grew up in charlotte on the south side of charlotte on nations ford so there's you know i was one or two incidents from not being a police officer now i'm not i'm not talking about felonies but i didn't you know I, i i wasn't completely shady you went another, I, I an- could have won another route. Man, I, two of my friends have spent their entire lives in and out of prison Absolutely. that I was inseparable from. It's all about choices, right? It is, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So, but when I became a police officer, there, but for the grace of God go I, really resonates with me. Right. And, and the one thing that I try and teach our people every day in roll call is how important it is that you remember that everybody we deal with is somebody's brother. Aunt, uncle, mom, sister, nephew. You know what I'm saying. And if mm-hmm. you, if you always have that at your forethought, I think it genuinely affects how you treat people. I really do. I, and I, and I, and that's one of the things that that we try and really impress upon our young officers is to understand that you know if your mom did something that she was getting locked up for, how would you want her treated? If she just had to go to jail, how would you want her treated? And if you treat everybody that way, we're not ever going to have the issues that we see.
1: So here's the magic question. How do, and maybe not locally in Rock Hill, because I'm, I'm like you. I feel like it's a pretty good perception of the police. How do you change public perception of the police as a whole? Because I know how I feel about the police. Right. And people don't feel like that. Right. I, I, t- to clarify, I am pro-police. Right. People don't feel like that. How do I know you don't have an answer, but no. how do you change well, that fucking, that, that I, outlook? I,
2: I think that to me, one of the things is, is, and a lot, of, a lot of these things, we also take it like, I can't control how people feel about Minneapolis police officers or New York police officers. Right. All I can do is, is make everybody that I encounter on a daily basis feel differently here. Right. Now, some of the perception about law enforcement and where we are is not going to change because the media is not going to change. Social media And the media have prevented us from getting a fair shake, and and so you have to realize that. And I'll give you an example, and everybody can look at this. There was an activist out in Phoenix, uh, very known activist, had a lot of airtime. He was one of the ones that led to the basic flooded the Phoenix Police Department with people. There was a thousand or so people in the police department lobby. They couldn't even conduct business. Well, so Phoenix said, "Hey, come to us and let's do some. Let's be a police officer for a day." He said, okay. So we have simmunition rounds, which they... So is
0: this the black guy? Yeah, he's a okay, guy. I've fiends. seen... I think I've seen it. Right. Yeah. Now,
2: you wouldn't have seen much of it after, and I'll tell you why. Because prior to, he's on the news every single night because he's leading one of those... Now, this is way prior to Minneapolis. This is wild Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Last year, year before. But well, he was, was at was the perfect. forefront of this anti-police, anti-police. So we have these simmunition guns there. They look like real guns. They shoot. Looks like real bullets, but they're soap capsules on it and they hurt. I mean they'll they'll it, you get shot with them, you freaking know it. You know what I'm saying? But so they had him come out and do that and first car he stops, stops a guy, big guy gets out, comes right at him, shoots him, kills him, unarmed. And they're like, You just shot somebody armed. Unarmed. He's like, What? So then his next car he goes to a fight. Two guys in the lobby, two big guys, not you, like maybe you and I, not Brad. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Brad's guy. You wouldn't feel the need to shoot Brad. You <sighs> yeah. know what I'm saying? If you yeah. shot Brad Well you could push. even me right, right. Yeah. You just why would you shoot Brad? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because so, I'm such a lovable dude. Right. Like, right. I'm super approachable. That, that is not what he's saying. Right, right, yeah. not right. What he's saying. That's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> but anyway. Perception. So, so, second incident, he shoots somebody unarmed. Well, you can almost just see the light bulb go off. And he said, you know what? I'm not teaching resistance anymore. I'm teaching compliance. Now, to me... I will tell you that until we get some people on a national level that are willing to have a compliance discussion, you're never going to stop seeing the violence between, at, to, and against law enforcement. Because, you know, when I first started, if, you know, you would, you would, you could get in a potential, like, hand combat fight to the death to where, it's a fight, like a real combat fight, you know. And then when you, when you were over and you got it or whatever and you looked at it and you had very significant amount of dope, gun, whatever the case is, you could at least say, you know what, I I see where he was coming from. He's looking at 30 years. You can't hate somebody that's fighting for their life like that. But now you're seeing it over turn signals, over warnings, over tickets. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, to me, compliance on a national level has to be some sort of discussion. Because, you know, if you look at every single lethal incident, there's two things that are indisputable. You have a crime that took place and some level of resistance. In my 28 years, I've never had a fight break out when I said, put your hands behind your back, and they put their hands behind their back. There's no officer that's going to kick, stomp, throw, do anything to somebody but put them in the back of their car if they comply. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So until people are willing to acknowledge, that's at least part of the problem. Resistance, resistance, resistance. And even this guy saw it. You know what? Resistance is the key. You know, I mean, because like I said, there's things in place, there's body cams, there's complaint procedures, there's accountability. And, but you also got to realize the reason that's also not going to take place is because that you, you just said it in the very beginning, this defund and this whole mentality, anti law and order, anti, you know, any type of any,
0: any of that. The media is completely complicit.
1: God, y'all are screwed when it comes to the media, dude.
0: Well, but I think it's both sides, too. And I think the biggest sin of the media is letting the money in. Because right. they're the money, the the money is what's going. That, to, well, it's it's just so much money that you can't. Human nature is going to let people say, "Man, if I say this and keep saying it and keep saying it, and I get these <laughs> followers and I get these hits, well, the right. money's going to keep going in. I'm going to say the most outlandish things on both sides." That's on both I mean, sides. That, you're right. So you you know, and the only and problem let me go ahead and say <laughs> we don't get any money. That's why we're honest here, right?
1: Because nobody's
2: paying right. us but other wait, than wait, sponsors. Wait,
1: what? He's not paying us the shit?
2: No, nobody's yes. paying us man. Oh, so oh, man. like I said, I mean, and I to me that there's I also acknowledge that over the that there's some changing that we gotta do. We gotta continue to evolve and we gotta get better and we have to be receptive. You know what I'm saying? Because it does, in my opinion, where we are right now with certain sides, if if you and I have a disagreement and if all I do is stand on one side of the room with my arms crossed knowing I'm right, and you stand on the other side of the rooms with your arms crossed feeling you're right, what's getting done? Nothing.
0: There's Nothing. no communication. Nothing. So and there's also has to be some give and take. You know what I'm saying? So I well there can't be any give and take today, and this is why this is another reason why I think it's a problem, is because we have groupthink. Okay? And there's no nobody I would say the majority of people, especially nowadays, whether it be like the the ages between eighteen and, you know, early thirties, they wanna belong to that group. Okay. They wanna identify with a group because if I'm in that group then i have power and i have numbers i have friends that are probably not your real friends but they're in that group so if i say anything outside of that group and i fear that they will exile me from that group right. so i'm just going to keep riding with that group well, because likes. i think there's a majority of people that could think for themselves and say you know what i had a pretty good experience with a with a police officer you know about 2 years ago you know dude saved my life or dude you know really could have gotten me pretty bad but he didn't but i can't tell this group that that happened because then this group is going to say that i'm a right. traitor right. and with the other thing like is, me you know as a as a, as a as a white as a it is tribalism as a white male you know if i talk to any of my white friends not you because but like there's a guy at work i mentioned I, I know you're white like, oh, okay. yeah. i got you but i mentioned to another guy that at work and i was like dude why like, why did Trump say that the other day? That kind of seems silly. Oh, no, man. No, man. Oh, no, man. You can't say nothing about Trump, man. Oh, you're, you're a traitor, man. What, right. you a Democrat? No, I did not say right. anything other than the fact that he did not know what state that that city was in. But I thought it was funny. I was not right, saying anything but, specifically like, Trump sucks. I was like, dude, that was yeah. funny, man. My dude but, said something that did And t- immediately he was like, you you a Democrat. I said it was silly. He's in that group. Thing. But you know, if, and also, this is what
2: I tell people. But if you take away what you're seeing on TV, all right, completely remove Cut it. Cut that take,
1: shit off. Well,
2: I'm just talking yeah. about, it, you know, because here's the way I look at it. If you, us as individuals, if you take away these few cities, Portland, Seattle, New York, some of these cities, and I'm not talking about just out in the heartland of Indiana. Because there's a take, difference, right? If you take even Rock Hill, which is a diverse city, if you take your own daily interactions and you take how you feel honestly race and hate doesn't enter most people's minds even right now if you look at it most people they agree that there there should be some things get better between law enforcement there's some people that I'm sure that are very supportive of law enforcement but in all honesty didn't have a good experience okay mm-hmm. but that sometimes that's it can be resolved with a good conversation you know come down and talk about a traffic stop which hey, can be police it can be yeah. it can be but but you know it, but if you look at it if everybody removes media social media and everybody else out of it in our daily thinking we don't really care about race we don't really care about hey you know if you go to your doctor I've had my same doctor for over 20 years if I go in there and he's not there and a black doctor walks in, I'm not going, whoa, whoa, what are we doing? I'm saying, hey, all right, here's what I got, doc. Here's what I need you to fix. Mm-hmm. Because I don't care. And that's and, and if you think about it, that's really the great majority of this country. It was country. corona, wasn't it? It is, the great, <laughs> it, is, it is the great majority of this country. Right. So I, I think that, first of all, we got to realize, come November 4th, a lot of this is going to be over anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's when, a, that's when a lot of this is going to be over. I want to so, talk about that, too, in a minute. Oh. It, there's no doubt we're going to talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. So,
0: so, so we might have to have two episodes, which right. all we'll have to do is stop record. Yeah, and that's fine. Again. That's so fine. I,
1: I want to touch on one thing okay. to get your opinion mental health of police officers. I, he, I've i read a couple of articles because like, I do read a lot of stuff, right? Well, it, yeah. Like, okay. I, I read one that, and it, it was pro police. All right, let, so so there me, was a, literally, on, let me stop you right there. There was a I'm cartoon book go. that I'm was about go. mental health. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty it, cool. was a pop- a it was actually a pop-up,
0: so we can come back to the mental health thing. But I want to touch on something you said a minute ago. But well, I want to personal- clarify:
1: it was a pop-up book,
0: okay? Yeah. About and I can see that <laughs> about personal experience, okay? That can also go the other way, right? So let's 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 dive into. I know firsthand, okay, when I was a kid in elementary school.
1: You went elementary a, bullshit.
0: I dude, I barely finished but I learned how to skip so I passed kindergarten you
1: literally ate the crayons it's fine
0: I did, I, you licking windows we'll leave crayon eating to the Marines that's, so, what I said that's so, our favorite snack that's why um, I said it. every day you know recess would be over in elementary school the teacher would blow the wheels or whatever everybody would line up go back to <laughs> into class a um, certain instance uh, involved a female Caucasian white female um, she was held back okay by two black boys that were in elementary school Um, and they literally held her around after everybody went in. I was the only one out there, and pretty much assaulted her—not sexually, but just in touching or whatever. I mean, just it was pretty bad. Beat my little white ass because I was not big enough to stop. Okay, now I still know this female. Okay, to this day, she is absolutely terrified of black men. To this day, she is absolutely one hundred percent super uncomfortable and terrified of black men is that racist or is that cuz if she was to say like she, some are, she is friends with everybody right you know what i mean she's got tons of friends yeah. but super super intimidated and scared to death and has an issue with black men in general because of that personal right. incident now if it would have been two white guys i feel like just men in general Right, but she's terrified. Well, but I, I so that personal experience right. is going to make her not be friendly. Right. But she's probably going to be well labeled as racist, yeah, right? Because it. Well, she just comes out and says, "I'm scared but, of black men."
2: But you know what? I also think that you know the the problem with being labeled a racist is it doesn't even have to be true. All it has to be is said and you and, and and reiterated, and you know, and just like law enforcement, I, you know, I'll tell you in 28 years. I've worked with some guys year when I first started, and you know, and I, it, you know, you take some of the guys that were in law enforcement, especially black officers, 60s, 70s, maybe early 80s. They probably truly encountered racism among police
0: yeah. departments. Yeah. There's no
2: doubt, and I would be the first to say there's no doubt they did. Yeah. And even when I first started, there might have been some guys that were cops that don't feel like everybody about like I do. But I never saw, even guys that I knew that didn't feel about everybody, black, white, whatever, like I do, I can honestly say with true conviction and mean it, I never saw that correlate to racism in law enforcement. Because one thing you have to understand is there's one group of people on this planet that want bad cops gone more than any other group in the world. It's good cops. Good cops. There's 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 not one single entity That wants nothing but good police officers, but good police officers. You know what I'm saying? So, even though I knew guys, I wouldn't say racist, but less tolerant than other people, even seeing those guys, I never saw them act on simple race alone because you can't do it. You see what I'm saying? Because you just, now I'm also not talking about in other cities, I'm sure that depending on culturally and like you talked about in New York earlier with the stop and frisk was some of that simply done to, to blacks because they could yeah anybody that says they're not is an idiot you know what I'm saying I mean so but there was probably also some officers that did it to whites simply because they could right you see what I'm saying so it you know Race just because you don't get along with somebody or you fear them or something else doesn't make you a racist, right? You see what I'm saying? I mean, so it y'all need but, to
1: listen to that.
0: But sure. well, I'm I'm going to pose the question. So the next episode, not our second episode, because I'm sure we're going to probably do two in this one. I'm going to have Pastor CT Kurt, local pastor on here. You know, very outspoken, super guy. I've done a lot of things charity wise with him, with Winslow Shock, and um, but I'm going to pose the same question to him whether it's white or black, but mo- predominantly question coming from a white guy because of everything going on right now. Is it okay in this day and age, whether it be a coworker that's just lazy as hell, doesn't want to work, makes it harder on you, is it okay to just not like a guy because he's a... just A POS. A POS. Right. Rant, like... Regardless now, of what he wants, no. Like. But he's let's say he's a black guy. but right. You don't like that person. Is it okay to not like that person because of the 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 character or the merit or the based work, on yeah. what they do and not be a racist? Yeah, because you can not like. So it, if you don't, I don't, understand. But you don't that. have to mistreat him. No, it's no, all no, no, about treatment. No, I'm not. I'm just talking about like right. perception. So if. If I'm sitting in a break room and there's another guy in the break room and that guy walks in, I'm like, dude, that's a that's some bitch, Bo, He just he just screwed us the other day, man. He didn't do this on the job, and all of us had to put. Oh, that, that, that's a racist, my guy, right? There. But you, no, like, it's not. I'm but, not saying that because of who he is. I'm saying that is it okay? Like, am I just supposed to be like, nah, I have to like no, everybody you're that because of who he is?
1: Not right, cover but
0: him. it's you can't. You know what I mean? Like, but I also absolutely. think that is that's, it okay to do
2: that? But you also got to look at it like the spirit of who you are precedes that. Do you true. see what I'm saying? So everybody true. who's grown up in Rock Hill knows you. Right. True. So you could make a statement like that and everybody would be like, I know Brad ain't like that. And right, literally
1: two percent right. like him. Right. Right. I mean that would if you good. met you like I two percent
0: that's, that's uh,
1: a strong, too strong. Strong. A strong.
0: Number. Strong. But that's awesome. I,
2: I, I think I regionally it. he's at 2%. Yeah. You okay. know what I'm saying? Regionally I'll I think regionally I think. <laughs> regionally <laughs> I we have the
1: numbers on the. No,
2: at, in his <laughs> house, he's at a strong 2%. I'm at absolutely a strong 2.5% at my home. Right. That's, right.
1: again, bold. So,
2: but there's like 87 people in your house. So that's, you know what I'm Seriously. saying? So that's a little different. So, but, but I, I think the problem is, is that is what society, social media, and everybody has robbed from us. It's the ability to simply disagree with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a shitty
1: way to it talk is. to people. It's it is. A shitty way it's, to
2: communicate. It's. But you know, you also. It, I always look at it like the people that know me know me, and that's all I'm worried about. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and and to be honest with you, but I also think that there is a
0: lot of people that are too too concerned Brad. and worried about their perception.
1: Brad, stop calling him that. Right. Quit looking at him like that, dude. What are you talking about?
2: What I say? But I. <laughs> but I. He's such a you know, But like I said, I think. But <laughs> there are people
0: that are too worried about what people think about them.
2: Right. Yeah, but you know, I, I think the... Like pander. But the other side of that is is, is ultimately, you know, we, we're being robbed of our ability to even completely disagree about small things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But but ultimately, I still don't think it's as bad regionally and among ourselves as nationally they're trying to make it. Because you got to realize that right now, a divided country benefits one group of people. An incredibly unified country that supports law enforcement that supports everybody weakens the greater whole does that make sense so right. you got to realize that there are a but that's still when you factor in the number of people in this country and then you even factor in the numbers of discord in these cities there's really no comparison in the numbers you see what right, i'm saying right. i mean and i i do believe
1: yes, that one percent that, that are the loudest I,
2: I don't even think it's one and I think that it's I think that to in my opinion I think that this has galvanized the support of those that already supported law enforcement you know over this last two months there probably hasn't been one or two days that people haven't brought food snacks gift cards things for the police department so and and I think that that's strongly because of our relationship in the community mm-hmm. but I, I think it's also the great majority of people saying this is bullcrap this is absolute bullcrap and I think that you know so I all I can control is me. You know what I'm saying, and I can control the people that I work with. I can hold the people that I work with accountable. I can make sure, come hell or high water, that we are not having people out there mistreat people. You know what I'm saying, and that's right. and, but and, and and that that goes on at a lot more agencies than you believe.
1: And, and as far as police support, don't you don't y'all think there's a silent majority of just people that just. You know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna shut up. But I know I support. Yeah, I I think that that's like I I support all the things that you're talking about. I
2: think that that goes way higher than people realize. You know, because there's a lot of people that, you know, because right now you got to realize, like you talked about with social media, it's really fashionable to hate the police, right? Yeah, it's very. And you got to realize if you live, you know, with with Facebook and everything else, you know, you got the great majority of your friends feel one way. Well, you can't go out there and support it publicly because like you just said the same thing if i if i got a whole group of friends that that might not like the police if i openly support them you run into your break room situation mm-hmm. look at that look at that he ain't my boy no more he ain't yeah. my boy
1: so but i you know i think that, that he, I, I can say this I, I think i used this line on you the other day we were talking because you're trying to yeah okay go ahead no go ahead. first of all stop talking
0: i'm just glad you're getting your words right today just go ahead so what's far your question what's your so question
1: far. I think people don't want to hear your opinion. They want to hear their opinion out of your mouth. Right. And when it comes to social media, when it comes to 10 people in a room that believe one way, you don't want to be that one person that's going
2: against that. Right. Now this, and I'll give you an example. This is, now you always see on Facebook how they control, how you can go in there and do shortcuts to get your feed better. If you believe that, you're stupid. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not, Facebook is controlling Facebook. Oh, I yeah, 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 believe
1: yeah, everything yeah. Facebook says. Right. Right. he does too but well <laughs> i mean I, he really I, does i don't yeah. doubt that he so, believes right. everything but, but, and read pop-up books but, and I I I mean he'll an spread example. those
0: rumors too as
2: fact i'm going to give you an example of what's happened facebook for those that have been on it a long time they spent seven eight nine years they spent seven or eight nine years with every like every share every tag okay so let's take your feed for example like, and my feed. We, we okay. have three people that follow us. Right. So your your personal feed or whatever. Like, so mine, for example, you look at my feed now, and it is all about athletes kneeling. It's about this. It's about district the flag. It's about anti-law enforcement. And the reason that is is because it's to drive that hatred with me. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you that there's people that are either anti-Trump, anti-law enforcement. Their Facebook feed is fed with all the good things cops are doing the good thing trump's doing because what it's doing is is to fuel anger in them you see what i'm saying and that's what social media and the media is doing and it is it's exploiting everybody's own feelings and driving that wedge further but i also think that i think that we're almost it's to the point of diminishing returns and i think that it's starting to turn the corner to where it's, it's
0: having an adverse effect now and i didn't speak on that because his feed is full of like escort sites right so Right. Yes. Right. But
2: but you know what I'm saying. So I, I think that now you're starting to see, the average person has started to think I'm sick and tired of it. Right. Nobody. You know what I'm saying. And it I, it
0: does make you nauseous. Right. And I, like it is at the point now. Just like I can't even I can't even turn on sports. Not, well, you Well, I can't not not because I feel one way or the other, but sports has always been my release. You know what I mean? Like
1: that was a way for people dude, to I just from all the. I booth. could crack
0: open a beer and cut right. the game on, and right. now it's just so much. You know what I mean? And you it's not because, the, again – You want to hit that on the next one or this one? Absolutely. You know what It's not effective? Well, I'm getting ready to change subjects, too. It's not because I feel one way or the other. I just – dude, I'm just tired. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I got a headache. I've been working all day in the sun. Now, Can I just turn on
2: – Now, I will go back to – because it was about ten minutes ago prior to him interrupting you about the
1: mental health. He, he's rude, right? But that's so all absolutely right. but, that's what. But, he does. I just
0: feel like my opinion is better than his. Right. He likes to make well. it about him completely.
1: Right. And now I have you on here, so I'm screwed. Right. Yeah. Right. But you did ask a
2: question about the mental health of law enforcement, yeah. and and I can, speaking from me, you know the things that I've seen in 28 years, is you know what I'm saying. I that, I've also fortunate that I'm able to compartmentalize some of that about what you see, but to me we've had this discussion with some guys that are very senior and there's no way that if I had less than 10 years in it right now that I would stay in it. You know what I'm saying? Unless this trend starts to reverse. Because I just don't see how, you know, because to us, you know, Minneapolis, it was easy to look at that and say, I I can never do that. I'm never gonna do that. But Atlanta was a bit of a game changer because you had Atlanta where, at at the drive-through where, Mm -hmm. you know, a year ago, that's a completely justified use of force. Well, even really three months ago, four months ago, that was a, a, a good justifor, justified use of force. GBI hadn't even finished their investigation yet, and he's charged with more crimes than Jeffrey Dahmer. You know what I'm saying? So you got – that's a game changer to law enforcement because now you're thinking, daggum, if I do the right thing, I could end up here. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's – that, that to me, is that weighing heavily on law enforcement? Yeah, especially for the money we make. Right. You know, I, I, I've i had, with the training and some of the things that I've had, I've had opportunities to leave here years ago and make really good money. But it never factored into me because this is all I've ever wanted to do. I, right. You know, I don't... It's the only job that I can ever remember wanting growing up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't... It, money's never been an issue with me. I, but, you know, it also... I don't I don't need well, a lot of you're money. You're
1: also a millionaire, too.
2: Right. Well, I mean, I I... Then you know something
0: I don't. You know what I'm saying? Because I am you unequivocally <laughs> not a millionaire. Right. Josh right. had aspirations of being a ballerina. Right. I've seen the videos. It
1: did not work out.
0: Well, he's a trucker. It's you know what I'm saying. It's, it's you know what I'm saying. Wait. What? I mean, yeah. he don't. He
1: don't. Nah. He can't go there with me. I, he I, can I go there I with I guess you. my whole thing too was y'all's job as as police officers. To be over dramatic, maybe you can correct me you could pull up for a damn tail light, dude shoot your ass right that's a what what kind of mental abuse do you take or, or how,
2: how do you deal with that in well, comparison to but you also like i said it go, to me it's different because it, i don't take stuff personal you know what i'm saying i mean i it's it's very easy for me to not get overly offended by stuff because I don't take stuff personal. You know what right. I'm saying? I mean, of course everybody realizes that every st- car stop you can make could be your last. You know, every time you leave the house could be your last day leaving. Right, right. But, you know, as far as, I've just never taken things personal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I years ago, there was a, a pretty big case going on and during some of the phone conversations, it was actually heard that somebody said that, talking about me, you know, and, and, and I literally... What's funny about it is this is a huge NARC case. All I did was to transport. I pulled up with Jason, and he said, you want to ride with us because we're going to take so-and-so down. And I said, man, I'd love to go. So we ride down there. We take him down and listening to the conversations and stuff, wire stuff and this and this. And the thing was, he says, they said, who arrested you? He said, Bars. And I was like, what? And they said, "Hey, ain't he got that kid that plays football at Leslie? Yeah, well, I'll have somebody bash his effing head in. Now, when you hear that about your child having your child's head bashed in, and all I did was put the dude in the car, but it's mm-hmm. also when you're no, when you, people know you a little bit, but it's also I wasn't as mad as the other guys that dealt. You know what I'm saying? Like the, right. you know, my boys that were working back there were furious. I just looked at it like, well, it's Austin. There's been times I've wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, I you know what I'm saying? i wanted to bash his head in too, so. But like I said, when, that's, when you hear those kind of things, that's what you deal with. You know what I'm saying? And it's, right. it's, But you also, I could see that same person today and still shake their hand because it's, it's, You just don't. there's no need to take it personal. You know what I'm saying? And but, I, I think but, if you start to take it personal, that's
1: where you can find yourself in a bad way. But how much of this conversation is individuality, right? Oh, yeah. You take it one way brad's kind of a sensitive person if he was in your position he may go on and cry every day and yes i'm making a joke but there's some other people that no
2: i can guarantee you there's a we've
1: had a yeah, lot of yeah. a joke we've had a lot a of people
0: crier in this i <laughs> absolutely
1: am <laughs> you stop it we've
0: we've we had a lot of people
2: man that didn't stay in this job long they can't handle it because they can't mentally right. they mentally can't. they can't handle they can be
1: physically capable every aspect that's of right job, they can do
2: that's right and i, I you know and like i said that the, the the things that I've seen, heard, and dealt with—I've just been very fortunate in my life to be able to compartmentalize it and not carry it, and not—and you're dead inside. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I—I not—I—I'd say 97% dead inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we
1: got—we got, got three percent, Brett. Brooke, Brooke
2: is quickly working on that last three percent. You know what <laughs> I'm saying?
1: Well,
0: I mean, that's
2: what—that's what wives do. Uh we're not going to call them wives; they're going to be called old ladies. <laughs> until I'm done today they're old ladies you can kiss my ass I'm not I'm my not old <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm Man, scared to death you of obviously roll the roost
0: over there where you're at <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm scared of death of my wife
0: right you so. are scared to death of death mm-hmm. I'm scared of death of your wife as a matter of fact absolutely wow. I don't think there's any person who's ever come into contact with your wife that's not scared of death of your wife Tony you wanna meet my wife apparently not you, you have met his wife really yeah. um no we, yeah. On the phone, at least, right? Maybe
1: I. I did all the That's, communication. It's, it's, with,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was some other communication going on. Yeah. But you. You don't just stay away. Right. Just stay away. It's. It's going to be a head basher. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take everything we talked about as far as police officers. I'm going to go a whole other route. Okay. Let's talk COVID. Let's talk are you, masks. Are you going to
2: stop? There's going to be a new one.
0: We just. Well, where, f- where are we at now? Five minutes. All right, well, let's go ahead and stop. We'll go COVID episode, episode two with Tony Burton. All right. COVID hey, politics and you're everything. Hey, we're coming right back. Uh, let me go ahead and shout the sponsors, just in case this is the only one you listen to. Get Dirty 360 Supply, Bearded Mother Trucker, EA, <coughs> EA Fields out of Clover, Tattooed Brews out of Rock Hill, Hospitality Heat and Air out of Rock Hill, Gina and Lisa Lucas, Spikes, uh, Pork Skins and Peanuts, and Calmer Distributing, Calmer controlled sites controlled sites new, yeah controlled sponsor, sites controlled
1: and sites. what about uh, use your words Brad use your
0: words uh, sign techniques they still on board right yeah okay absolutely. sign techniques absolutely. he's waiting on TJ Christenberg mm-hmm. sign techniques alright that's our sponsors alright so we're mm-hmm. going to end this one up we'll go to episode 2 uh, immediately uh, stay tuned
1: alright see y'all